I find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you too. Don't forget me. I beg. I remember you said sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Fuck yeah. Sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Is this the intro? Or are you just yeah, no, it? that's the intro. I'm doing it. Ah, good times. Yeah. <laughs> That's for you, Dono. Yeah. Serenade. A sweet Arthur serenade. Yeah. I wish I could sing better. You uh you wanna tell the people? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This has been this has been a bad week for one half of radio radio free tote bag. I got the uh the old one two punch of uh ending a relationship. Mm. And finding out I gotta find a new job. Uh, Damn. Within 48 hours of each other. <laughs> oh, so, shit. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. Here's the fucking weird thing. This 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 same situation happened to me three years ago before I moved to Nashville. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was in, in L.A., broke up with this girl. Uh, not within 48 hours on that one, but lo- like lost the job about a, about a few weeks, maybe a month later. Damn, dude. So, so on the plus side, I'm prepared for this fucking hellscape situation, but uh, yeah, your your boy's not feeling great. It sounds like the the universe hates you. Also, my name's Arthur. Oh yeah, my name's Donovan, and uh, the depression has ruined our intro. But at least you got some beautiful singing out of it. <laughs> You're welcome. I decided <laughs> to just go for it. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is a relationship advice show, and what we do is we take questions from the Reddit. Uh, our relationships board on Reddit, and uh, we read them, and then uh, we answer them, and that's the format of the show. Uh, so and then sometimes we get little specials like uh, Arthur singing and like me feeling fucking terrible. <laughs> you gonna have beers about it? Uh, I had a, I had a cider. I'm drinking a little bit of a beer. Yeah. Booze, get- when I, when I get super down, booze isn't my go-to, which I I guess is a good thing, but All right. If I'm in a bad mood, it just tends to it tends to make it worse. Really? Yeah, and you know, unless I'm like going out somewhere with people, you know, and making a whole thing, I, sure, I think that's sure. more of the socializing part. I think I, uh, yeah, I just I just tend to get more down if I if I drink a whole bunch. It is a depressant. This is true. This is true. And uh, yeah, the last thing we need right now is is more depression. Yeah. Nah, man. So this is. I mean, I can't, I can't say that like you know, there was some horrible situation where I got cheated on or like you know what I mean, some fucking bad stuff like that. Yeah, uh, a, a fairly mutual situation, but in some ways that's the worst, you know. Yeah, because like you're with somebody, they do something terrible and they fuck it all up. Like then you're pissed, but then like you break up and you know that that was like the right thing, right? Yeah. At least most of the time, you know, some anger could be a good thing. It sucks being a situation where like rationally, you know, all right, like this wasn't working out and this is probably the best move. And, uh, you know, you can be on good terms and all that and that's fine, but you still, you still feel like you're getting kicked in the gut. It's right. You can't, you can't really rationalize your way out of, uh, out of the emotional side of, of feeling bad. So, I hear you. so that's where I'm at. I'm two days in. 
Uh, I've made it to the gym and I cooked food, so I'm doing all right. I'm fucking proud of you. Yeah. Out here, out here killing it. <laughs> <laughs> I spent several hours in bed today and yesterday. Who knows? But I, I did a couple <laughs> productive things, so that's good. I got a haircut and bought Gran Turismo Sport. That's been my week. Fuck yeah, dude. I saw the picture of the haircut. That's good as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Just tighten up the sides, get the get the bun a little shorter. It's good. Yeah. No, that's a good look. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go onto our stickers that we now have by the way, Radio Free Toy Big logo stickers, and I'm gonna go ahead and hand draw your new haircut onto all of them. <laughs> <laughs> onto that uh onto that unfortunate five head situation. Yeah. Uh it's <laughs> It's a damn shame. Yeah. Cool. What do you say? You want to get into some questions? I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, I want to get into some questions. Fuck this will yeah. be the third productive item on my list. We're taking out the wiffle ball bat. We're swinging hard at the wiffle ball. How about that? I love it. I love it. Home run. Line drive. Fucking home Gr- run with the wiffle ball bat. Ground, ground roll double. Uh, <laughs> me, 20M, with my girlfriend, 22F of one year. We have an issue with video games. Basically, we play together for a few online games, with the continue with the contentious one being Rainbow Six Siege. Our other activities mainly revolve around watching TV shows together and studying slash gaming slash reading whilst we're hanging out. I'm pretty relaxed about things, and it's hard for me to get angry. My girlfriend, though, my girlfriend, though it's improved over our time together, will get angry when she loses in online games. This leads to her playing more until she wins. She will be she will be irritable and curt when I try to talk about something, but we'll exit the room with her laptop if I don't talk because she doesn't think there's any point to being in the same room if we aren't talking. Once we ended up playing together for several hours past midnight because she would shout at me each match uh, each match to keep going and ask me if I was going to make her if I was trying to make her lose. I don't hold it against her because I know she's very competitive in her passions and I wasn't, but it's still a bit of a traumatic memory. Today was another incident of me not listening to something, her getting angry and complaining about how I never trust her and don't take it seriously enough, then both of us do our own thing before we go to bed. I used to not argue back and try to calm her down, but she told me during one of our fights that she found it annoying and that I should get angry back if I don't like something about her. Me getting angry does not make me feel less like I'm a verbal punching bag, but I don't think or does make me feel like I'm less of a verbal punching bag. But I don't think it's very productive except getting her back to back off for the night. I feel a little lost. Each morning we wake up and my girlfriend is back to her normal, happy self, and it's like nothing ever happened. I've mentioned her anger in passing a few times, but she says it's because she's very competitive and that she never stays angry after sleeping. I mean, I suppose it's a measure of how close we are that she can get so angry angry at me to my face since she's polite to everyone else. I don't know if I should confront her more directly about her anger when she's in a good mood, just uh, get good and keep going, or if perhaps I should stop playing games with her, games that can set her off so easily. TLDR, girlfriend gets angry at me for not listening to her in multiplayer games, hates losing, and is always completely pleasant the next day. Don't know if I should confront her about the anger, stop playing online games with her, or just go along with it. And that was posted by Alzaharn. Nice, I'm proud of you. We've talked about this situation before uh, with that person playing Pokemon Go and also with us playing competitive Overwatch back in the day. Uh, I feel like when you get to a point where you're playing video games and you're just getting pissed out of it, like maybe you should be feeling a new, finding a new hobby, you know? 
Like, if this is your free time thing, you don't want to, like, come back from work and, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to cool off and play video games and then get fucking pissed at your SO every single night. That sounds terrible. Yeah. That does sound like a hellscape. Uh, though, uh, it, it does sound like there's something of a trust issue at play here because he keeps saying that, um, let's pull it up here. Uh, Radio Poison. I could sing. I could keep singing some Adele right here. Where do you say trust? Sometimes it lasts in love, <laughs> and sometimes it hurts instead. Instead, harmonizing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Today was another incident of me not listening to something. Her getting angry and complaining about how I never trust her and don't take it seriously enough. I think the motherfucker should just get good. And pay attention to your girlfriend, who is obviously lead as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm and I think he he comes home. They're sitting next to each other, like they're they're fucking split screen. He's just got like a dinky, shitty controller, and she's got like some fucking high tech mouse and keyboard, and like yeah. a fucking LMG jersey. She's definitely like KBM, uh, and she's <laughs> most certainly rocking like a fanatic or Nordavin jersey. I don't even know if Nordavin play shooters. Yeah, I'm talking about esports teams. Okay, you were losing me there. I was like, I play video games. I think I'm gonna. I should know these things. <laughs> I didn't know any of those words. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Start a little training camp with your expertise. Put your boyfriend in a fucking video game boot camp, and uh, yeah, make him get good, or at least get him to fucking pay attention to your callouts. God's sake. That okay? Yeah. To be fair, that is fucking frustrating in games. But again, like you know. You don't want to be getting anger from your hobby, too. And, right. And also right. here, it just that looks like you both have... There's different levels of investment in this. So, I mean, maybe find a game that, you know, she does her fucking hardcore competitive thing, and then find a game you two can play together that's not so uh, uh, caustic. That's a good word. I don't think that, right. I'm not sure if that fits here. I think it does. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not creating all these fucking issues, and, and, and it's so intense. Yeah, maybe leave the siege to her because it sounds like you're not lead enough. Yeah, have you played that one? I don't, I don't know that game. I've seen uh, footage and it looks really fucking intense. It's like close quarters, like in houses and office buildings and shit. Christ. And there's uh, destructible environments, and you can shoot through walls and shit. Yeah, I, I get that. I get the fucking anger and uh, fucking high tension games like that. And I also get like. You're angry kind of in the moment, and then the next day it's fine, because ultimately you're just, you know, you're you're fucking getting amped about a game. Yeah. I could definitely say that it's off-putting to somebody else, but I, uh, you know, it, it doesn't sound like she's literally pissed at this guy. She just gets fucking amped in the games, and if he's yeah. not doing the call-outs, then, that, then that's understandable. Yeah. On the left! On the fucking left! Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, go. I have a better was, idea. I'm gonna. Oh fuck! I'm dead again. I was taking a sip of my Capri Sun. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I actually, uh, I was at a party over the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I was telling somebody about a podcast. There's actually a couple I was talking to who were pretty cool, and so they were like, "Oh, you ever do like interviews and stuff?" And I was like, "I was actually thinking about doing that at, at Bonnaroo this summer." But then I was like, oh, "I'll ask you guys a couple of questions. I like write some stuff down." Okay. And interestingly, they brought up that they were both pretty stubborn people and will get in a lot of arguments with each other. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, how, 
you know, that seems like that'd be something that would be, you know, a big deal breaker in a relationship. Like if you're both, if you're both stubborn and fighting about this stuff, uh, like what's your, you're clearly doing well. Like what, what's your secret for dealing with that? Uh, and their, their quote on it was they, like in terms of the arguments, they will step back and, you know, they've, the relationship means more to them than winning the argument or being stubborn. And like, they both said that. And I was like, damn, that's a super healthy level headed way to look at arguing. Yeah. That's like, mature as fuck. Yeah. You guys got to come on here and talk to some of these fucking pissed off gamers and maybe, <laughs> maybe give them a hand. But no, I thought that was cool as hell. I like yeah, that mindset. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, no video game is worth your relationship or really like your fucking psychic damage, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, as I was saying, if you're not having fun, then like, what? don't do this. Find a different fucking hobby. Play a different game. I tell you, it is pretty fun, though, like the, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Like playing games competitively can be a very fun experience as long as as long as it doesn't remain acrimonious after the moment. And it sounds like that kind of thing, like it continues through the night. Like uh, you guys will have a spat while you're playing. Should be like, what the fuck? You didn't slice the pie with me. Uh, you didn't check uh, the back corner. Like, I can't believe it. Like, you know, such scrub business. Uh, and it sounds like it fucks up the whole rest of your night. Like if it could just be like in that moment, you like she blows up and then she goes, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Never mind. And then you're able to, you know, do the rest of your evening. That's one thing. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, you got to leave the leech shit to her. And then maybe you guys can play uh, Fortnite or something. Yeah. Something a little less serious. <laughs> Come at me, Fortnite players. Raise his hand. Wait a I second. mean, I play a little Fortnite, too. <laughs> Uh, yeah you do I just just the building shit pisses me off I don't really love I don't love that that's a lot it's a fucking weird gameplay dynamic okay the the thought I just had in this too was uh, 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 god damn it I lost it no I didn't I I get what you're saying about shit getting acrimonious and bad there and being able to kind of step off of it and realize that's just kind of part of the thing but I also think that's a lot easier to do with just like your fucking buddy you play games with than it is your SO who you live with, you know? Like, I, yeah. I, could, I could definitely understand being in that situation, getting upset and being like, whoa, what the heck? Like, is this something bigger than this or whatever? Like, I get where somebody's anxiety would come from. But, but yeah, I'm with you. Find, find a new game. Yeah. Something more... Right. Something like uh, the fucking Spyro the Dragon remaster is coming out. That'd be a fun one to play together. There you go. Or like uh, Pickup Sticks. <laughs> or Jacks. Yeah, good shit. Or Tiddlywinks. Ho- hoop and stick. <laughs> or uh, tummy sticks. All right, let's go ahead and uh, jump on jump on to this next question. <laughs> okay. It's, it's All right. such a good term. Tummy All right. sticks. <clears throat> My 48F new whatever 25M of two weeks is into excessive PDA to the point of exhibitionism, and I'm not sure I'm down with it. I met this guy on Tinder a couple weeks ago, and everything has been wonderful so far. Almost everything. I'm okay with some degree of PDA, like holding hands and maybe a little bit of kissing, but he wants to full-on make out all the time, regardless of where we are. He's even joked, in quotation marks, about having sex in the public library. I don't know how serious he is about that, but his actual behavior when we're in public is a bit much for me. 
It's been a while since I've been in a relationship, and I'm not sure how much PDA is, quotation marks, normal these days. The other night at the bar, there was another couple ca- canoodling, <laughs> canoodling that's a word. on the patio. That's a word. All right. That's, that's another new one to me. Canoodling on the patio, and they were very affectionate, but I still felt like what we were doing was pretty extreme by comparison. And I felt like some people were looking at us, like maybe we were making them uncomfortable. I don't know if I should talk to him about it, or maybe I can get used to it, or what? Help? Question mark. TLDR, dude wants to make out in public, and I'm not sure where to go with this. And that was posted by Pointless Pseudonym. Okay. So, uh, facts of the relationship. We have a bit of an age disparity, uh, which I think it's kind of rad that this 25-year-old dude wants to make out with the 48-year-old lady. I think that's cool as fuck. Yeah. Like, good on you, and uh, good on you for keeping your sexy right uh, for this younger man, and good on you for picking up this younger guy. Like, that's, uh, I'm, I'm very impressed all around. Kudos um, all around here. Excessive PDA. Uh, what experience do you have with this? Do you have, have you ever, like, been with somebody who wanted more PDA, or maybe you were the PDA guy? I was, I was about to ask you the same thing. I, I don't think I... I, I kind of was that, I think, in, like, high school relationships and shit where you got way too much sexual energy and you're just yeah. high energy all the time, you know? But I, I'd say in more, not even recent years, but for most of my kind of dating life, it's, it's never really... It's never been my thing. I, right. Uh, that, that bugs me. Mm. And it's, you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, gross, like, people are fucking making out over there, but... If you're the dude with your girlfriend who's just fucking linked at the hip the entire party and you're just fucking making out all the time, I don't think most people want to be around that. It's a little, you know, like I said, it's not like something that drives me crazy or anything, but it's like... It's obnoxious. All right, dude. Yeah, t- tone it down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Uh, up until I was like 20, I was just like... Like any chance I got... <laughs> uh, with uh, with an SO uh, to the point where it was most definitely obnoxious for people like it was certainly certainly problematic um, but yeah uh, how do you like how would you go about rebuffing this without without hurting the, the wee man's feelings <laughs> the wee man <laughs> I mean, okay. There's two. There's two factors here that are, that are standing out to me. The age disparity is big uh, because I'm assuming this, you know, 25 year old dude is going to have more sexual energy than this 48 year old woman. Theoretically, yeah, g- generalization. But at least that could be where the PDA is coming from. On the other hand, or the other thing that stood out to me is the quote unquote joking about having sex in the public library. Right. I think this dude just has an exhibitionism fetish. And that's kind of a different thing to deal with than somebody that just likes a lot of PDA. You know what I mean? Sure. That's, if that's a different something beast. That's, yeah, if it's essential to your sexual interest or happiness, that's not so much something you could be like, hey, I'm not into this, you know, without possibly, you know, really putting them off or hurting their feelings or creating kind of an incompatibility there. Right. So, I mean, as we always say, I, it's definitely worth bringing up that this is uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. like it may, maybe the dude doesn't even realize it, you know. Maybe it's been like this in past relationships, and so he just kind of assumes that's the way it is. But yeah, I, it, it definitely going to be a different situation if it's a 
if this is a if this is a fetish thing. Yeah, uh, I have fucked around with a bit of exhibitionism myself. Oh shit, do yeah. do tell. Uh, let's see. The most public it ever got was in a family changing room at the local water park. Uh, <laughs> I was at the water park with my girlfriend, and um, she says she's just like come in, come in here, just like come in this one because we were changing out of our shit into our uh, into our street clothes, and uh, she hands me a bottle of lube and says, "Make it quick." <laughs> She just she was prepared. She rolled yeah. into what was she it, did. the beach water the beach water park I, in Cincinnati. I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna name a specific water park. <laughs> Alright, uh, an, an unnamed water park uh, unnamed water park area. in the Midwest. Yeah. She um, just had the lube with her? Yeah, she did. She Oh, siren break. Yeah. Hold on a second. Holy shit. It sounds like you're on the street. I I'm very much on the street, man. Those uh, I almost said those fuckers. Yeah, dude, those fucking assholes who, you know, help burning buildings and pick up injured people. <laughs> those fucking <laughs> those assholes. fucking jerks. Hey, I'm trying to record, record a, podcast a podcast up here. here. <laughs> we help people, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, dude, it, it, I get that usually once every couple hours. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like she had it planned out. Like, we, we had kind of talked about um, public stuff. And, uh... Yeah, she just like it was. It was amazing. It was one of the best moments of my life. It was absolute. It was a thrill. Was she, was she like actually into this? You know, oh, I mean? I'm was sure. it like her her thing? She was into exhibitionism, or was this more just like we're we're trying to bone? And uh, she uh, she gave me are. a hand row in line uh, for a ride one time too. I guess that's even more public than a public dressing room. That's pretty fucking public. <laughs> like it wasn't. It wasn't, you know, to completion or anything, but she was definitely, she was fondling my stuff in line for a, for one of the rides at the local park. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, Queens Peninsula, something like that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, See, it was quite the summer, a lot of Dance Dance Revolution and, uh, and public stuff. That sounds like a good ass time. Man. Yeah, it was pretty good. All right, hold on. We got another goddamn wave coming. Something bad is happening. Yeah. Pickle is not pleased. She just booked it out of here. Not pleased. I've had, I've had some experience, pretty actually blatant exhibition as an experience in retrospect. Really? But yeah, but it wasn't because it was my thing. It's because I was in fucking high school and like, you, if you got the opportunity, if you got a place to do it, you're going to do it. Right? right. Right. So I, I had one on the roof of my girlfriend's apartment building in Caracas. Fuck Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there was like fireworks off in the distance and shit. That was pretty romantic. Oh my god, that that's amazing. That was, that was good times. Uh, uh, but then uh, made it to completion and realized that somebody had been watching us from a neighboring apartment building <laughs> the entire time. So, yeah. so that's great. That was, that was fucking gnarly. <laughs> and then the other one was uh, high school. Uh, I'm with this girl. We're in a we're in a this is like senior year. We're in a parking lot. No, 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 no. So we're supposed to meet up. We couldn't get either of our parents' places, obviously. So we took my car to a movie theater parking lot because we're like, there will be so many cars, like, we won't stand out, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, we parked near the fucking building. And so I do the thing. The, the windows fog up. <laughs> and uh, 
we're like putting our clothes back on. I roll the windows down, and there's a van right next to us with this dude just fucking staring. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, like the cops are going to come and shit. Jesus. So I fucking rip out into reverse immediately, but the entire front fucking windshield is fucked up. So oh, I have God. to fall ass out of this movie theater parking lot. I have my head out the window. We're both fucking screaming and freaking the fuck out, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that was horrifying. But we did we did make it. But I, I am did. fucking shocked I never got arrested in high school, man. I did some stupid ass shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, if anybody's listening to this, this is all uh, you know, this is all a work of fiction. It's satirical. <laughs> they're gonna come after me. <laughs> Imagine like fucking a good cop knock on my door. Like we were listening to your podcast. We heard that you did this ten years ago. Or you're under arrest. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ridiculous. That'd be good radio. We can yeah. interview the cop too. Yeah. Maybe that's what the sirens are about. Who knows? I used to have a fear when I was a little kid, like even before I did anything illegal, uh, that like when I would hear sirens and I'm like, Oh god, they're coming to get me. Yeah. <laughs> I had that fear. Ambulance rolls up. I, I thought it was okay. I, I feel all right. Oh, Am God, I, I'm going to the hospital. Oh, oh no, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Good times. So, tell them that this makes you uncomfortable. Absolutely make that clear that, like, I don't know if we should be this much into the into that. But then, if he is like, no, this is like an integral part of my sexuality, you got to evaluate if that's compatible with yours. Uh, clearly, uh, we've had some fun, uh, in that regard. Uh, maybe you will too, you know, give it a, yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. I would would even directly bring up, you know, is this just a, a thing that you like, or is this like, is this literally exhibitionism? Is that what you're into? Yeah. You gotta, you want to get on the same, you know, on the same wavelength there. You want to make that clear. Yeah. Good times. Good times. 25 M with 48 F. Yeah. Good fucking times. Proud of you guys. Yeah. Get it on. Uh, All right. What do we got next? Let's see. Oh, we skipped we skipped the one that I wanted to do, but we'll do the we'll do it now. Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Uh GF no longer thinks I can protect her. Okay, so my new, so my 20 GF 19 has told me time and time again that she wants to fight her own battles because I've been doing it for her for the past two years. And last night she got into it with my roommate and they began screaming at each other like it was the end of the world. Well, I let her fight her own battle. Though if things had gotten out of hand, I would have beat that motherfucker's ass into the ground. But nothing came of it other than a screaming match. She broke up with me because I didn't defend her. And now she said she, quote, just doesn't see me as her protector anymore like she used to. TLDR, GF doesn't see me as a protector anymore after letting her fight her own battles like she wanted. And that was posted by In General Cats. Jesus fucking Christ. Hold on a second. I can't actually read the screen very well because of this massive red flag that is blocking my vision. (laughs) What's the red flag? (laughs) What, what the fuck, dude? You, you, your girlfriend gets this screaming argument with your roommate, and it makes it sound like like this has been some shit that happens often. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Uh, some people just thrive on chaos. I've never really understood this. Like, I've never that never been able to keep people like this in my life. Uh, but some people just like to fucking scream and fight all the time. 
Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. Chaos is the perfect word for that. That sounds horrifically unhealthy. And uh, like they both got some shit to deal with personally if that's the situation you're in. Does this person have a responsibility to step in if she's having a screaming match with his roommate? Oh, man. Like if like say you got a roommate and your girlfriend and your roommate start screaming at each other for some reason. uh, Do you have a responsibility to come in on that at some point? Uh, yeah, I'd say yes. I feel like you gotta not to get in there and oh fuck you, dude! I'm gonna take you down. But like, okay, like calm, break up the fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you, I think you, you got to be doing something like that. Yeah, but then she says she wants to fight her own battles. What? Hey, let me let me scream at your roommate next time. <laughs> and then he's not a protector. That that's that's so bizarre, man. So for the past two years, he has been, quote, doing it for her. Yeah. Screaming at the roommate for her? Like, <laughs> you think this is the same roommate, or you think this is just, I don't know, these sound like fighty people. Like, this yeah. could just be in general, them getting in fights with These people. are the type of motherfuckers that end up on Judge Judy. 100%. And uh, I think that's actually them right now passing the cop car on their way down to fucking county jail. <laughs> See, this is how we work with these segments. I'll just make great ass little uh, joke asides about them, and then Lil, uh, eh, it's just part of the show. If you were a it. rapper, your name would be Lil Quip. Nice, nice, just a little quip, <laughs> Lil Quip, Lil Quip in the whip. Nice, nice. We got Adele and we got a uh, fucking Lil Arthur up here. Let's get that. Lil Audie. Yeah, a man of many talents. Yeah. Okay, but for fucking real, dude, what what is going on out there? That's a good question. Maybe you should check your local news. Yeah, but for now, for now, the show must go on. Let's uh, let's at least wrap up this question. Yeah. Uh. So the GF no longer thinks that you can protect her. Uh. Apparently, there was some belief that you could protect her in the first place. Uh. Because you've been fighting these battles. Um. But yeah, I th- I think you were right on the I think you were right on it. Uh your responsibility is not to like come in on her side of an argument. Your responsibility is to try to calm shit down. Exactly. And just look, especially if it's a situation where it's somebody you live with and like that you need to deal with, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you definitely you don't just... want to be like, "Yo motherfucker, you, you know, my girlfriend's right, you're a piece of shit." Yeah, and then just beat beat that motherfucker's ass into the ground. Yeah, it's, that's not a healthy solution at that's all. That's only if things <laughs> got out of hand. I'd say the minute people are screaming at each other, things are out of hand. But we have a different, yeah. we have different levels of uh, of cortisol comfort. Yeah, evidently, with with these people, have you ever heard yeah. uh, the theory that human beings will like create situations that keep their stress levels like where they want them? Uh, because they don't have enough, like, kind of baseline because of, you know. Well, that we have, like, we have a baseline that we operate at and that we will make decisions in our lives that keep us at that baseline. Ah, uh, gotcha. No, I haven't. That's, that's interesting. Like, there's some people that if they get too comfortable, they will, like, you know, uh, fuck, I'm going to change careers now. <laughs> hey, maybe, I, now that you phrase it like that, maybe I get a little bit of that because I, I get that feeling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if things get too kind of calm and repetitive, I mean, I'm not going to go scream at somebody or something like that, but it's like, that. this this isn't good. I'm getting complacent. 
I'm getting stale. Something's got to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I got to go find a girlfriend and then uh, kick my roommate's ass with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Also, you know, these, these folks are relatively young. I'm, yeah. I'm going, both you got to calm the fuck down. Yeah, you must got to chill the fuck out. You, you can't know, even buy booze yet. Seek some sort of therapy or something for this situation. Yeah. Not as like couples therapy, but like each of you personally. Because if you're this sort of people are getting screaming in fights with your roommates, and this is a fucking regular enough thing that it, it, she's commenting on it for the past two years, you're probably not in a good place mentally. And, right. And uh, it'd, it'd probably be worth recognizing that that's a problem. Yeah. And you might need to is, find. This is just kind of a problem created by the big ass problem. Might need to find somebody who's a little less uh, uh, conflict-oriented. Accurate. <laughs> That's a good term. I like that. Yeah. I just came up with it right now. <laughs> I'm a good smart times. boy. Create our uh, RFTB dictionary of uh, obscure relationship issues. Yeah. There we go. She's too conflict-oriented. All right. Well, I think we wrap that one up. You want to you want to take a little break here so I can see what the fuck is going on on my street? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, throw to a sponsor. Yeah, uh, or crawling in my skin by Lincoln Park. <laughs> Females, listener, you're about to crawling in. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! All right, we'll be back. And we're back. Uh, yeah, you've been. Treated to uh, another bit of crawling, this time uh, DIY by notable Adele cover singer Arthur Graham. <laughs> the acoustic version of Crawling in My Skin. There we go. Acapel- Beautiful. Acapella. <laughs> uh, I've actually got a couple comments on that uh, on that bit uh, out from the listeners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some positive reviews. Uh, my friend Charlotte says, I'm deaf now. Thanks. <laughs> and... Uh, my friend Kyler says, thanks, Donovan, for blasting out my eardrums by pasting crawling into your podcast about twice as loud as the rest of the dialogue, you ass. <laughs> it's at least three times as loud as the rest of the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, fucking correction, please. Official podcast of my tinnitus. Good times. Good times. That's been our listener shout out. And uh, oh man, as opposed to the listener shout at, am I right? Which I did earlier by screaming crawling. There we go. That's pretty good. All right. What's up next? Uh, Let's see. Hopefully no more sirens. 19M with 18F. Good first date, bad second date. Our first date, we connected very well, and she stayed the night. The second date, we went out to eat, and I was just blanking on what to say. I don't think it was horrible, but at the end, when I was still picking up my coat, she said, it was good to see you, and started off. I asked her if she wanted another date, and she said, yeah, let's play it by ear, and left. She does have to drive a long way tomorrow for the weekend, so maybe I'm just paranoid when she left so quickly. I wasn't surprised that she didn't come to my place. I was just surprised that she left when I wasn't even ready to leave. Am I overthinking? When and what should I message her? TLDR, first date was good, second date was meh, three H's. How do I ask about a third date? And that was posted by PM me a hug, please. Wow. Yeah. I think you message her uh, a day later. 
and say, man, I had such a good time. It was delightful spending time with you. I would sure would like to do it again. Perhaps dinner. Boom. With like three R's. Dinner. <laughs> do, you, do you have in dating, after you go on a first date, do you have a rule of like how long before you message him? Or do you just go for it? Or do you just kind of, you know, whenever it happens? I just go for it. All of my successful relationships have been like me just like throwing myself like an idiot at a person. Like <laughs> both of my successful relationships. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I think I sell myself short. I've had relationships that you can define as successful that were shorter than the two very long ones I had. Uh, I just kind of fixate on those because, uh, you know, they were, you know, fully a third of my life. Um, But like uh, my I think my best relationships have been when I've just given myself fully to the the feeling just been like, hey, uh, you know, I just like like you, I like 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 you, and, <laughs> and uh, that that's. I mean, it's not exactly a, a winning tactic, but like when it when you feel it, feel it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I feel like ultimately, it's not even too much of a thing. You know, as if it was going well, as long as you're not aggressively blasting, fucking blowing up their phone as soon as you leave the place. <laughs> right. You know, it's going to work out or it's not. Yeah. Uh, you ever seen the movie Swingers? I've not seen the movie Swingers. With uh, Vince Vaughn. First off, not a movie about swingers, uh, as you would expect, based mm-hmm. on the goddamn title. Uh, it's a movie about a guy who gets dumped out of like a very, very long-term relationship. In L.A. in the 90s, when uh, speakeasies and, like, swing dancing bars were a big thing. The uh, 1890s? Yeah, what, no, 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 like, the 1990s. Oh, Apparently, okay. there's, like, a big resurgence there. Uh, that definitely still a thing. When I lived out there, there's a ton of fucking speakeasy bars. That sounds uh, rad. Anyways, I, I, old Vince Vaughn, I think it came out in the early 2000s. I consider it the best breakup movie of all time. Hmm. It is fucking wonderful. But kind of the uh, iconic scene from it is the dude goes on his first date after breaking up with a girl. And this is, like, before cell phones and stuff. And he calls her and leaves a message. And he drags it on, and it's really uncomfortable. And then he's just, like, shifting around and shit. And then he calls her again. And it's just getting, like, progressively worse. He's, like, explaining to himself. And then he calls her again. <laughs> and I think it does it, like, four times. And she finally picks up the phone and is like, uh, Johnny, or whatever the character's name. And he's like, oh, yeah, hi. And she's like, don't, don't call me again. <laughs> Aww, poor it guy. brutally uncomfortable. But, uh, no, it's fucking just the, the perfect breakup movie. It gets his shit together, you know, moves on past the person. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah, highly recommend. You're into relationship stuff, check out Swingers. For sure. Yeah. I want to know how long it was between the first date and the second date. Let's see. It says, first date, we connected very well. She stayed the night. Second date, we went out to eat, and I was just blanking on what to say. What happened in between first and second? Mm. That, I feel, is where is where the story is told. Yeah, because, I mean, she went out with him twice. Hooked up the first time, it sounded like. But it wasn't just enough of a one-night stand thing, because she went out with him again to, like, right. get dinner. Yeah. Not just to, you know, plow. And, uh, let's see. Oh, maybe Mr. Plow. Maybe... That's my name. That's my that name. Name, that again name again is, is Mr. Plow. Plow. 
Damn, this is the musical episode, my friend. We're hitting all the bases. <laughs> Adele, Lincoln Park, and Homer Simpson. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Except he it's was the plow king. Uh, uh, Homer was the fucking plow king? I think. Mr. Plow was the other dude? I thought yeah. he was Mr. Plow. Shit. No shit. Okay, all right. We have to... Okay, nope. Pause the episode. We have to figure this out. <laughs> Mr. You know you're Plow. not going to pause the episode. You know we're leaving this shit in. Oh, for sure. <laughs> As is tradition. Mr. Plow. Blah, 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 blah. I thought the Plow King was his competitor. And he had his red truck with, like, Mr. Plow. No, for sure. Side. Okay, so, yeah, he's Mr. Plow. That's his name. That name again. Is Mr. Plow. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, Mo or not Mo Barney is the Plow King. Got you. Drunk ass Barney is the Plow King? He Interesting. is. Interesting. Damn. Damn. Kingpin of the Plow World, Barney Simpson. Because Mr. Plow's a loser and I think he is a boozer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she gets... um, Oh, man. What singer did he get? To sing. Weird Al. Yep. (laughs) Exactly right. Oh, is it really? And because he does the... He does the... What the fuck is the song? Uh, uh... God damn it. He parodies some song, but it's about Marge and Homer's relationship, and it's pretty great. Okay, double tangent. First concert I ever went to, Weird uh-huh. Al, at uh, King's nice. Island in Cincinnati in, like, sixth grade. Yeah, That's dude, badass. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. I went through a phase, like, getting into music. I listened to R.E.M., U2, and Weird Al, and that was it. And hmm. mostly Weird Al. I, I don't know why. Uh, I'd listen to, like, his Waterfall covers, or his Waterfalls cover, mm-hmm. uh, phony calls. Don't go making phony calls. Please stick <laughs> to the seven-digit numbers you're used to. Anyways, I just, like, listened to that shit walking around, which, in retrospect, I could have, I just liked it for the tune, mostly. I could have just listened to fucking TLC Waterfalls. And, yeah, that's a good fucking uh, you know, tune. Could have been a normal person, but, uh, yeah, good-ass concert. Good first concert. Okay. All right. Away from my second let's, tangent. Let's go. Let's go first. up a level. Let's go oh, up yeah? one tangent level. Let's back to it. the original tangent. This is from the right. Wikipedia page. Barney, after being humiliated while working as a mascot for a baby supply store, asks how he can be a success as well. Homer advises him to go out and be the best Barney he can be. The next day, it is revealed that Barney has purchased an even bigger plow and has started a rival company under the title of Plow King. Barney creates his own commercial with Linda Ronstant involved in singing, singing the jingle, which defames and slanders Homer. And uh, that, of course, goes, because Mr. Plow's a loser and I think he is a boozer. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, that was big. Let's uh, Let's go ahead and. Uh, just turn this into a Simpsons podcast. Oh my god, we that? should steam. Tame. God, we totally could do a fucking Simpsons podcast, and we'd be rad as fuck. Uh, can I hit a, a fourth level tangent here? Oh my god. Okay, I believe this is a third level to the tangent. All right. Uh, so last night, super depressed, laying down in bed. Uh, I go on the Steamed Hams subreddit, which apparently exists. Good. Just watching all the little uh, remixes of Steamed Hams. Find myself a T-shirt. It's just a white T-shirt with the entire text of steamed hams uh, on the shirt, <laughs> the and I ordered. Text. <laughs> and uh, I didn't remember that I ordered it until I woke up this morning and saw the email and was like, "Oh Christ, did I really fucking do that?" So 
if you see me this summer, you know, read the T-shirt. We can act it out. It's going to be great. Not even, yeah. not even like Skinner with the Aurora Borealis behind no. him. No, it's just the script. <laughs> Actually, I like I like just the look of fucking text on the shirt. It's honestly pretty. Uh, not a bad, not a bad looking shirt. A well constructed uh, shirt. Yeah. Upon closer inspection, it steams a good ham. <laughs> you do steam a good ham, Donovan. <laughs> That is, by the way, that is the third time I have punched my fucking mic stand this evening. Uh, I hate to see it. Well, we got Mike punching and fucking sirens blaring, but uh, that doesn't it doesn't take away from the quality content that we're uh, thrusting out into the world here. Yeah, it definitely don't stop to rock. All right, here's my sound effect for returning from the tangents. Uh, I love this it. dude didn't give us a whole lot of information. Uh, what was I saying? It, it, it could either be, you know, she was just in it for the kind of hookup situation, but they went on the second date, so that kind of steers away from that. Maybe it was just right. a fucking weirdo on the second date, or maybe she just had a bunch of shit to do and didn't feel like banging one out. I don't know. Yeah. She had to drive like, far. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to take a big trip the next day. Why is she going to, why is she going to stay with you? Uh, I feel like this dude's reading too much into it, and and regardless, how do you ask her about a first date? Well, a third date, ask her when she comes back. Yeah. You know? So, if it doesn't work out, you know, it doesn't. You're only two in. But, uh, yeah. Just keep <laughs> swiping right. Not a lot of information right. here. Yeah, just keep on, keep on swiping. You banged one out, you know. Proud of you. It, it's good times. Yeah, proud of you. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's a very straightforward situation. I think uh uh maybe you blew it on the second date. It happens. Uh, you know, ask her what's up. Like if you're real into this girl, ask her what's up. See if she wants to go on date number 3. If she doesn't, uh, you know, failure is uh a learning thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I saw a poster in an episode of South Park earlier today, it was in the special ed room uh, on South Park, and it said, you've only failed when you stop trying. <laughs> Good times, South Park special like, ed room. Hell yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's genuinely inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. And and also, no need, I would say no need to reference any of this. And hey, was that weird last time I saw you? No, no, no. Right, 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 right. Ask her on the third date. If she says yes, everything's fine. And if she doesn't, maybe something happened. And, you know, I don't think that's going to be worth digging into. Absolutely. No. I'm Just out, away, ask her out again and see I lean what away from the mic to grab beer. <laughs> All right. You want to get to this last question? Yes. Oh, that was a good ass transition. Yeah, <laughs> crisp. You've had a couple of those, just perfect cracking the tabs in the podcast. That's yeah. good shit. That's a talent. <laughs> Thanks. All right, here we go. Here we go. Last one. Boyfriend twenty four M has an issue with hiding his porn. I need some advice. So today I went and logged onto the laptop that my boyfriend and I both share, and right when I lifted the screen, a porn video was playing. I've told him multiple times, I don't want to see slash hear slash know about his porn usage. I'm totally fine with porn, but I don't want to have to find it, especially when it's out, when it's this out in the open. He knows about incognito. I've talked to him about keeping it hidden from me, but at this point, 
It seems like he enjoys having his cake and eating it, too. While he hasn't replaced our sex life with porn, he does watch it on days before or just after we had sex. As if sex isn't enough for him, dot dot dot. I know porn is very common and the majority of men in relationships will still watch it, but shouldn't he have stopped watching it a few years back? I'm not upset that he still continues to watch it, but I thought his hormones would calm down, especially at 24. (laughs) 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 Honey, I'm 29. Listen. Uh, Thank you guys in advance. Uh, Thank you guys for any advice you're willing to give. TLDR, boyfriend doesn't hide his porn usage from me, and I'm starting to believe... He is very inconsiderate. And that was posted by Cat14X. Uh, yeah, those hormones don't, don't just calm down. That's not how yeah, that works. 24. <laughs> no, that's just the beginning. And it and it's different. It's different, man. You can, you know, you're. I think most guys are still going to be jerking it even if you're having sex on Absolutely. a Absolutely. You know, if you still got the sexual energy. Because you just can't, you know... One, you can't conceivably have sex every time you're, you know, you're turned on. Right. Both for practical and also, I think oftentimes one of the partners is just not going to be into that. Yeah. And then, and then number two, watching porn and masturbating is a completely different thing from having sex. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't think you should be, be threatened by that because I don't think that's, you know, it's, it's apples and oranges. It's just a different thing. Yeah. On, on the other hand, though, I mean, it is it is shitty of him for maybe not doing a better job of hiding it from her if right. she keeps asking you about it. He knows that it's bothering her because uh, so multiple you know, I think times, she's got a valid thing there, multiple yeah. times. I don't want to see slash hear slash know about porn usage. Yeah. Um, and he knows about incognito mode. Like that's just sloppy leaving it up on your fucking on the laptop <laughs> that you both use. That's sloppy exactly. as fuck. Exactly. And just general life practice. Maybe fucking close your tabs when you're done jerking it. Yeah. You don't want to be fucking in class throwing up a uh, a fucking presentation and then uh, you're seeing uh, uh, Maya Khalifa getting, you know, boned by uh, uh, Lexington por- Steel. Porn star guy. There we go. Fuck. <laughs> you ever seen anybody do that? You ever seen anybody fuck up and pull some porn up on the fucking projector? I've not. That's nah. very cool that that happened in your life. That's fucking awesome. No, no, no. It didn't happen to me. I was hoping you had a story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've heard, you know, you fucking heard stories and shit about that, but I can't say I've experienced it. I've definitely, like, um, pulled my phone out at work uh, to do... Like uh, to calculate something for for a customer, be like how much would this be with my coupon? You know, and I have to fucking pull up the calculator. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, bang! Oh Bang-ity, no! Bang! Oh god! That's the sound of porn right there. Bangity, bang! Bangity, bang! bang. Yeah. Slap, slap, yeah. slap, 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 slap. <laughs> oh no! It's Mia Malkova. Oh god! Yeah. Shouts out to friend of the show. <laughs> Get, getting railed out by James Dean. Yeah. Duh, tangent, dude. That guy's a fucking creep. You ever read about yeah, that? Yeah, I have read about that, uh, and it's fucked up. Oh, God, man. Yeah. That's some bad shit. Yeah. That's not good at all. Yeah. If you haven't heard about that, that, that dude fucking was very uh, forceful and rapey with a lot of women on porn sets and off, evidently, so. Yeah. Not a porn. Maybe don't watch that fuck. Yeah, try not to jerk off to James Dean anymore. Yeah, fucked up shit. Yeah, 
Fucked up and true. Fucked up and and true. Enemy of the show, James Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Not down. So uh, yeah, I, I hide your fucking porn better. Stop leaving it open. Do you think he's doing this shit intentionally? Can you really make that action that many times? <sighs> That's that is almost sexually assaulty. I'd say that is perhaps even kind of explicitly sexually assaulty if you are specifically leaving porn around for people to find. Yeah, not that's that's fucking fair, man. Like beyond just being shitty and being like, "Ah, oh, fuck you." I know this bothers you. Yeah, nobody wants to be fucking ambushed by porn when they pop their computer up. Yeah, it's like setting a fucking uh, proximity mine, man. Anybody could open that laptop and just get a face full of fucking porn star. Dude. Yeah, you just you just catch a. Uh... Catch the Claymore, the Kelly Claymore. <laughs> That's also the name of a porn star is Kelly Claymore. Yeah. I think if, a trans you, porn star, I think. If your boyfriend keeps fucking doing this, that's disrespectful as hell. Porn thing, just porn in general, a completely separate thing, but if he keeps leaving it up on, leaving it up like this, that's like, that's fucked up. And, uh, you know, that might even be worth fucking dumping somebody over. Perhaps... Oh, oh man, what would a half air horn be? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll give him half an air horn. <laughs> or instead of nah, 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 it's just nah, nah, nah. I didn't like making that sound, dude. That felt like when you gotta sneeze and you can't sneeze. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, that's good. That's very good. All right. Well, I'd, I'd say we've uh, wrapped up this fucking porn question in a tight little pornography bow. Especially at 24. I just want to hit that again. I just want to reiterate this. Yeah, I thought his hormones would calm down, especially at 24. At the ripe old age of 24, you would have anticipated <laughs> this man's uh, urges to just... Uh, nobody jerks off after 24. What are you, out of your mind? I mean, you know that's how that goes, man. You hit 21, you're able to drink, and then you just stop jerking off entirely. I think we've all shared that experience. Yeah, I think yeah. We're, I think that absolutely <laughs> reflects reality. It's only sex from then on out. Yeah, you're definitely fucking keyed all the way into the man's uh, fucking sexual curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Shouldn't he even stop watching it a few years back? No! Shouldn't, like, doesn't he continue to watch it until the day he dies? Yes! It's porn. It's people fucking. It's great. Okay, it, it, here's here's a scene. She walks into the room. Right. They, they find us dead body. They've been buried for God knows how many years. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Oh no. Oh Henry. Uh, what could have happened? Uh, maybe we look on the computer he was using for evidence, and when they open the computer, fucking hentai right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and scene. Overwatch Fuda. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Of course it's Overwatch Fudo. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> if you're the listener, if you're uh, not familiar with that term, go Just ahead and search it. That one Just out. search Overwatch Fudinari. Do it right now. Yeah. If you're at work, especially. Yeah, crank definitely that shit do it if you're at Very work. Very safe for work. Yep. <laughs> Full screen it immediately. Good times. Crank the volume. Yep. All right. Oh, God. Dear God. What have we done? What have we wrought? <laughs> Next week, we will read comments from listeners who ended up watching some fucking food at work and discovered their new fetish. <sighs> Widowmaker is my favorite.
Jesus fucking Christ. She got that right, weird we got... spinal condition that makes her ass pop. Oh, God. <laughs> she do. <laughs> no, that's, that's true. It's not it's wrong. Yeah. All right, we got any news for the end here? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut off this gangrenous porn lamp before it uh, <laughs> takes out our entire audience. <laughs> uh, we are on Stitcher, Podient, Google Play... Um, iTunes, iTunes, um, and uh, on Spotify. As soon as the Swedish fuckers can get their shit together, as soon as they understand good, good the content. fury that we bring each week, it's true. Fury is a very good word. Yeah, as soon as they understand how many fucking beer cans are on my desk, <laughs> all this work I do. We'll resend that application and just also share a picture of your desk covered in beer cans and you face down next to the microphone. Just put us on your platform. <laughs> it's a show about on, relationships. About relationships, man. <laughs> Grump! <laughs> Ratching in my skin. There we go. <laughs> All right, what's our outro music? Uh, well, I can tell you about our, our intro. intro. I can fun. tell you about our intro music because that's my part of this. Uh, our intro go. music is the song "Hanging On" by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro music is Stephanie by the Hayfellows, who you can find at thehayfellows.com or instagram.com slash thehayfellows. I think you said instagram.com, which I believe is a porn site. Let me just... <laughs> I was yep. too influenced by that question. He got my mind in the uh, the wrong place. <laughs> God fucking damn Or exactly the right uh, place. Tune in next week and maybe I'll be... Uh, maybe I'll learn how to speak finally. Probably not. Yep. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Dono's relationship. Uh, it was sad to see you go. But, bad uh, times. Bad times. But we're gonna make it through, and we're gonna make it to next week when we're gonna see you again. Damn right. And we're gonna save save some other relationships. Yeah, I love it. Uh, hey, my name's Arthur, and my name's Donovan, and this has been your Radio Free Tote Bag, and we have been so grateful to have you with us, and we hope to see you again soon. Bye. We did it.